Our Place on the Internet, RadioStGeorge.com. This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM, creator of Energy Healing by Design, Nicole Ashton, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow into their true authentic space. Nicole, with her natural connection to Source, which has remained open since her return, will help you and your family find the frequency of gratitude and patient love that will assist you in awakening your soul's design. We now welcome you to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Return to Consciousness, live with Nicole, April, and Cody. And another beautiful week has passed, and as always, this beautiful radio show is always spirit-guided, so um, we will just go with it. Um, Today we um, are talking about um, choices, and um, kind of the framework would be uh, your happiness. Happiness is a choice, and then we're going to move into um, consciousness and and, and bringing consciousness choices into your reality. Um, so we'd like, like to, I'd introduce, I'd love to introduce myself as Nicole Ashton because that's who I am. <laughs> I am a world-renowned healer, um, luminarian, um, traveled the world, um, really finding the origin of the human race. And um, when I crossed over 10 years ago, I came to to an understanding of a, of a profound energy that some call God, creator, source, whatever that looks like to you. It is a beautiful space that loves you dearly. And so my mission in life has been to find um, that really origin of, of the human, of you. And um, as I traveled the world, um, discovering that, I realized it is you. You are original. You are an original, unique, amazing being of, of light experiencing, experiencing this human um, conditioning and we really love to show up every day and get or sorry every Wednesday <laughs> I show up every day we show up here every Wednesday um, just to bring um, pieces of, of um, physical reality these there's we live in like vibrational realities spiritual realities all these different um, aspects and ideas and we bring it to one space to just explore and so we're open to all the positive feedback and and um, correspondence and whatever whatever you feel like. And I understand that some people um, have a hard time calling in on the radio because of the fear. They just don't know what to ask. And so as we open up the phone lines later on today, um, on the second half, I um, invite you to um, ask your questions. You don't have to share your name, but when you ask questions, somebody else is probably thinking, feeling, or or. or don't even know how to ask a question and it's actually assisting people because our feedback is amazing and um so i'm gonna i introduced myself i'll go ahead and have april introduce yourself a little bit hi my name is april i am a really happy amazing girl and i'm excited because i think today will be a good show and i did want to add if you are thinking about calling in it's okay to call in for a friend Yes, of course. Because the other day, my friend, she asked a question and the guy looked at her funny and she's like, of course, this is a question for a friend. So (laughs) you could call in for a friend. But um, I'm a realtor in southern Utah and I have a nonprofit, Hand Sealing Hearts, and I do a lot of stuff with addicts. 
and I love spending time with my kids and my grandkids, and um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So thank you for having me. And thank you. You're welcome. So my name is Cody Aident. Uh, I am the CFO and Vice President of Vibrant Management. So I specialize mostly in tourism and hospitality, but we started to venture off in consulting with other companies. That's how I got kind of working with Nicole. So I'm new to this, uh, this, this space that they are in, but it's been a real pleasure and I've really enjoyed it so far. And working with Nicole has been, been awesome. Imagine that. All of the, we have different aspects of, of, of human life, I guess, as they exist. And, and to be able to um, now explore energy, explore consciousness, expand your consciousness. And Cody's just a beginner as well as, as April as far as, I don't know if it's a beginner or, a, or, or just barely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to move into the expansion of their own selves. And, of, and as we've, we've shared on past shows, it does take inner love. It takes self-love first. And, um, and that's kind of uncomfortable for, for people. But, um, I believe, I believe in the beginning shows, I said, jump into the uncomfortable, like me jumping into this was the hardest thing I've, I've done. And I've done some crazy stuff, but I was like, Oh my gosh, all those, all those buttons. And I have to actually think about talking and what I'm saying. And, and I'm like, Oh no. But, now I look at Cody doing the same thing is, is he doesn't really ever know what's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> He's like, I have to, you know, and then April too. And it's like, so it's just flows. It's like, just, just say the first thing that you're feeling and go with it. And because that initial intuition is, is, is the correct intuition. So talking about choice, life is a series of choices. It's, it's um, little or big, but it leads you to where you're, what you experience. And so my message that I, that I got when I was kind of surfing what this looks like was um, to be held accountable or responsible for your own choices. Because it's like people are either stuck and scared to make choices because of the repercussions that they may or may not have. And remember, some repercussions are, are good good ones. So um, it will go back to just that first initial movement that, 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 you know, dare to be responsible. And then when something doesn't work out the way you thought it did, be like excited. Be, say, well, there was that experience and then move on from there. And I, and I feel like that really leads into that choice of happiness of, of in finding the joy or the happiness in each decision that you make, even if it's not, doesn't turn out it, as you had planned. So neither of you want to share a, a, an experience. I yeah. So I know happiness very well because I've always wanted it. And so I even have a page on Facebook called creating your happiness. And about, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, they diagnosed me with major depression. And so I had a choice to accept that and live that kind of life or not accept it. And so I, to this day, I don't take medication. I did go that route um, in the beginning because I couldn't get off my couch. And um, I've had lots of traumatic events happen in my life, but living in the unknown and the uncomfortable is where life is at. And so I decided to live a healthy life and go plant-based and I started running and I just chose a different way, but it, it was definitely really hard in the beginning. And what you have to remember with happiness is it is not a noun. It's not a person, place, or thing. 
It's an action. It's doing it. So it's stepping into it. So I only know happiness because I know the opposite of complete unhappiness. So I could probably talk about this a long time. And that was a choice, right? That was a choice to step into uh, um, a higher vibrational frequency or or, um, a more profound understanding of life. Yeah, and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was like, I'm going to do it. So I stopped taking that medication. I took it like six months because I genuinely was not in a good spot. And then I just said, well, I'm not going to take it. So I quit, but I knew I had to have a plan. So I would wake up. I would go running and I would literally cry when I ran and then I would come home and put greens in a blender and blend it and I would just choke it down and plug my nose and I genuinely hated it. And, um, you know, every day I started to feel a little better and then I was like able to function, like to take a shower and to take care of my kids wasn't like a all day event. It was like, wow, like it just started to ease up. So... Yeah, we just got to move in that right direction. And and that is against the the series of choices and so we mm-hmm. are we are glad that you made those healthier choices to to um put them in action. Yeah, but that was really only the beginning because then that's just not like the magic solution. Then you have to every day make that choice. So for me, I find true happiness when I'm in the service of other people. Mhm. So it's like everything. It's like that onion with all the layers. You have to peel it off. You know, it's not just like, here, take this happy pill or here, go run and drink this green drink. Yeah, sure, it's going to help. Is it going to solve all your issues? Of course not, because this is life, you know, but it is a choice. It's always a choice. Just like being offended is a choice. I always say that, like, you could choose to be offended, but that's a choice, like, you, you know. And yeah. same with happiness, it is a choice, and and things are going to happen. So you just have to choose. Do you want to see the positive out of it, or do you want to just keep festering on the negative? Like, what do you want to choose? Yep. Do you have a story for us to Yeah, to yeah, I have, I have a story. Um, I'll, I'll share two points first before that. The first is that I commend April for what she said and being honest, because I think when you're willing to be honest to allow someone else who's going through the same experience to, to have comfort in knowing they're not alone. And to the point of choices, uh, I think when you're aware and conscious that you are making the choices, even if they go not the way you'd want to, I don't use the word bad, but what you chose ended up not being the way you thought it would be. I think when you are aware and you and you consciously know you made that choice, then you take the ownership of it. And even if it didn't go your way, you're still able to be happy because you're in control. So I think you have to be cautious to not become a victim and think that that happened to me because once you eliminate or remove your control of the situation, then you no longer can have happiness in it, whether it's good or bad, because ultimately you're saying that it was done by somebody else. I think those are two really good points that you guys made. Um, I have a younger sister and I asked her permission to share this before I did, but she um, had her first year of school. She was always really into school, uh, unlike my other sister and myself. Uh, And so she was always wanted to go to college and be a veterinarian. Um, And my parents were both teachers. Like that was an important thing for them. So when I didn't go, my mom was like really upset about it. Uh, she, She got over it eventually, but I think they're really happy that our one sister did go the youngest, the last one who could. Um, and so she really struggled in school and it was much harder than she thought 
because it was always easy for her in high school. And so, and Utah doesn't have the best schooling system either. So they're not really prepared or pre- like able to go in and do college effectively. Um, and so it was so much harder than she thought. Her grades weren't what they normally were. She grew up always getting straight A's. And so when she got a B, it really stressed her out and like tore up on the inside. And so she ended up really not being happy in the experience. Came back home and decided she wasn't going to go back to school so she could figure out what she wanted to do. And then it got to this precipice where it was like the, the tipping point of deciding, okay, I'm really not going to go or I have to decide to go back now. And so she decided to. And uh, I was having a conversation with her yesterday trying to get to the why. And she was like, well, I want to be a vet. And I was like, sure, but you could go to other schools too. And there's like more affordable options. So so there's what's drawing you to NAU? And she's like, oh, well, my friends. I was like, okay, sure. But remember that you didn't enjoy you were having issues with your friends at the time and like they were making you unhappy. Well, yeah, but when I look back on it, we did all these fun things and it's easy to romanticize those. And I said, Sarah, you know, if you're not going to be able to find happiness in yourself and you're relying on friends or a location or a situation to make you happy, then you're not going to be able to find it because the only one who controls it is you. And I said, I'd rather see you take that money that you're going to invest in a semester of school and invest it in yourself and find out what makes you happy. Because if you know what makes you happy, then you can be anywhere doing anything with anyone. Um, But if your happiness is contingent on someone else, you're always going to be searching for it because you won't be able to have it. Uh, and I just think that you know, that's a dangerous, a dangerous place to be. So I think that was really hard for her because she's really young. Um, but it was really important for her to take the time to digest what that really meant. And I still, of course, she doesn't know the answer, but at least she's willing to go deeper and, and find her why. That is, the, I love that story. That that hit like most of us in a, in decision making and choice making a lot. And you know what? You, one thing stood out to me. You said happy in the experience. I don't know why, but that 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 phrase was like really like wow. That is what we're seeking, right? Yeah. Is, is whatever experience that we're going through is finding that or or choosing that happiness. And and that was just like profound to me. <laughs> so I just wanted, well, to, I wanted to throw that out there and be like, yeah, that's true. And for me, I've always think of I I live in the joy frequency where I'm like, okay, well, joy, joy is just happening. It's unconditional love and in, in um in motion because that's where I learned to be at as far as consciousness, so I could do my work. Um, so it's really um I love to listen to you guys as as you're going through what everybody else is going through. I might not have a profound understanding of, or I might have a profound understanding of a a different realm, but I work with people every single day that have such different facets of, of happiness, the attachment to happiness. Sure. So in like a broad, um, pretty, this is going to be a big question, but like what in a regular day could somebody do that just isn't experiencing happiness no matter what they're doing? Is there a small thing either of you can think of? Yes. You have to um, not focus inward, but focus outward. For me, anyways. Like, and what what does that look like? What does that mean? I have to not think about myself, and I have to think. It could just be writing a letter to somebody. Um, it could be going and helping somebody. It could be, it could be something really small. You so, know, just like not like, oh, I'm gonna go buy me this today. Oh, I'm gonna do this for me today. That'll make me happy. No, I'm gonna go and see if so and so needs help, or I'm gonna call so and so and actually listen and ask them like, "Hey, what's going on?" or, you know, something like that. Or I'm gonna take care of so and so's kids today for an hour, or take someone to lunch. 
So did that help with self-love to go within? Um, does that assist in, because that's like, I know number one priority for anybody to really expand um, that self-love piece assisting others um and what about what about the boundary on that self-love and service well i think if you have self-love you're going to get more out of it because you could serve and still not love yourself yeah so it depends on where your heart's at and what your intentions are like are you going to serve because you're mo- you have a motive behind it or are you going to serve because you just genu- genuinely want to be there for them in that moment and I know that you have had had a lot of experiences right now that you've had that choice to go back to old old sure. brain consciousness, and you've been doing really really amazing. And I know it hasn't been easy for either you or yeah. your your wife. How um, that choice factor has that really showed up for you quite a bit? Yeah, I think the the first thing to April's point is that when she was going through her struggles, the first part was making a choice, and that part is easy the choice to be happy, the activities aren't so easy, the running and the, and the green juice, right? And I think we want to, as humans, overcomplicate happy because if I just said, oh, all you have to do is just choose to be happy, that seems too simple, but it really isn't, right? Like if you said, oh, how am I healthy? Well, eat right. We know that, but Taco Bell still exists and it's easy and it's cheap. But the actual, what it takes to do it is so easy that I think that we want to overcomplicate it because then it's like, well, it can't just be that easy. And I can remember when I was struggling with something earlier this year with some family stuff and my wife said to me like, oh, it's just a choice. And I was like, well, no, it isn't because it just, if it was that easy and I didn't do it, then what does that say about me? If, if, if I could just choose to be happy, then that means I'm ultimately choosing not to be. And sometimes we are in a funk where we do make that choice, but we don't really want to acknowledge it. Um, so I think to the, to the point of choice, I think that's an important topic to talk about. But if you're talking about, uh, Nicole, the pursuit of happiness, I think it, it happens now, like currently in the moment. I think where people struggle is they put happiness at an unattainable finish line. So it's, I'll be happy when I get that promotion. I'll be happy when I can get the bigger house, when I can get the nicer car. Well, that finish line always moves because once you do get that bigger house, then ultimately there's another bigger house that you want. And so I think too often people are trying to have happiness in the future and we don't live in the future and we also don't live in the past. We only live right now. So I think you have to find happiness in the, like right now I'm happy doing this radio show and so I'm going to keep doing it. If I'm not happy doing it, then I'll stop doing it. But it all happens now in the moment because it's the only place we live. And I think too often, especially with social media, people get stuck trying to find happiness in the future and in the past, but we don't live there. So you can't. Right. Choice by choice. And that is also consciousness. That's the return to consciousness. That's that level of um, awareness and understanding. Um, well, not I don't want to say understanding because there's a lot uh, that I still don't understand. But you allow and you just be. You just be with what is happening right now. And, and I absolutely love the unfolding of today because we, we um, I want to thank you both for sharing all that you have with me. We bring a compassionate heart. We bring organization in the spirituality right now. Right here, right now, I'm going to cry a little bit. When you stop and look at that, and I just want to share that Cody has helped me bring a fundamental of the green energy, which is is like the money. Healers, they they have a tendency to give, give, give until they're empty. And, and I know that that April's gone through the same thing. It's like there's this foundation or these 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 little um, components that we don't understand because we're giving and giving and giving and then and then all of a sudden we 
we flatlined in a financial stat state. But when Cody started working with with the with me, it was like I understood the um the what would it be? I understood like the value, the block that you had on it. Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> right, you had it both. I had the block because I didn't value myself because I wasn't taking time. I, I'm like I love myself. I do self love. I'm always I'm always working, working, working. But I didn't have that value that I need shampoo. I need a place. I I don't I I I'm building all these amazing. Um, I'm assisting in building other people's dreams, and I wasn't living it. Yeah. I wasn't because I was living through just grateful that that these people, everybody's doing amazing. And I know a lot of workers, of energy workers, way showers, experiencers have reached out to me and said, how are you doing that? You've built built this um, this company, you, you're traveling the world, and I barely was doing it. And so I'm really excited to share with you. There is another way. Reach out. Cody will. Cody's working with the financial piece and and kind of the life coaching, the intuitive coaching that that bridges the two together. Because you know what, a very, a, an artist, a painter, uh, they have gifts too and abilities that were given to them by or shared or whatever by a creator, right? And so do we. And so um, I really wanted to hit that because I've had several healers that have just said, how are you doing it? And and um, it's not that we can't. It's that we literally don't understand sometimes when you're in a in a, a level of energetic movement and consciousness all the time. There's just certain things that that you don't know how to put together. Yeah. So um, thank you for that. And, yeah. And um we have a opportunity at the Cliff Rose um, up in Zion to attend a seminar. Well, we, a workshop retreat. Yeah, workshop retreat. Retreat's good. Somebody just connected to me that has a really bad headache right now. So I'm just going to check out for just a second while I'm talking. So would you want to go ahead? Yeah. And so uh, the retreat is on August 24th. It's at the Cliff Rose Lodge and Gardens in Zion National Park. Uh, it is a, an incredible property that's right at the base of Zion National Park. We've got five acres of botanical gardens. We're going to have live music on Friday night, the 23rd. So if you come and stay up there, you actually get a 20% discount if you um, sign up for the, the seminar. So you get your cheapest rate that you could get at the Cliff Rose. And if you come on Friday night, then we'll have live music on Friday with wine, some cheese and crackers, some snacks. Then the the next morning, we'll start um, with yoga in the gardens at 9 a.m. Uh, Emily Bruff will be teaching that. She's an awesome instructor who also teaches at BHOT. And then we'll and then we have Jeffrey Olson who will talk next. Nicole's talked a little bit about him in some of the past episodes. Uh, is it Lulu Grace? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Lula, yeah. Lula will talk next. Then we'll have a light lunch, and then Nicole will have an opportunity to speak. And then we'll do what? What? What's your term for the circle? So it's experiencing the light. We're each going to bring in um, our near-death experience and kind of share when you have a near-death experience you are able to connect at a a more profound um, frequency because your body had has acclimated to it but you don't have to die to get the to be able to start acclimating and we found that by sharing that by really intently um, bringing that consciousness down into a circle People, um, gifts, they're, they're such as DNA activation, light codes, and, and things like that have actually um, accelerated. And I'm sure both of you have had that experience with just working in either the circles, the groups, or had personal sessions. Um, and so we've, we feel like with 
the trinity of those these two near death experiences that is it's going to just be very impactful because separately we're already doing it imagine yeah. three plus we're going to have a team of of people there too that have worked with me um a lot so um it's it's very 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 exciting so. yeah no it's awesome and scott right will be there uh with the music and i think what's what's so cool is that when you look from a value perspective um, what you're getting in return for the, the nominal cost is pretty incredible. Because if you were to go and have those individual sessions with with all three of them and and, and a yoga session, uh, it would be significantly more than than what than what what the seminars cost. It's only ninety nine bucks, and so I think from a value perspective, it's an unbelievable deal. Especially when you throw in, you're going to get a twenty percent discount at a world renowned resort as well. It's pretty spectacular. And also, and Scott Wright will be up there doing the cheese and wine on Friday night. Yeah. So you have a room there, and we're all going to be there too. So right. Yes, yeah, so you get an opportunity to organically connect and, and have conversations. So the hope is that as many people as possible stay up there so we can all connect. Yeah, have an amazing night circle. Woo! We'll be right back. We hear five of the orchestra's principal players as concerto soloists next time on the New York Philharmonic This Week. This is Alec Baldwin. Please join me as we hear works by Barber, Copeland, Mozart, William Bolcom, and Julia Adolph on the New York Philharmonic This Week. The New York Philharmonic, Wednesdays from 11 till 1, on Radio St. George 100.3. Want to learn how to play pickleball and tennis? Every Friday at 8 a.m., there is an adult pickleball clinic event going on at the Little Valley Pickleball Complex. Along with that, every Friday at 9 a.m., there will be an adult tennis clinic going on at the Tonaquick Tennis Center. This is brought to you by the City of St. George. Many of the community programs you hear are turned into video broadcasts. You can view past and live broadcasts on YouTube. Search Radio St. George and see for yourself. Radio St. George on YouTube. It's the Midnight Special, Saturday evenings from 7 to 9 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. You're listening to Radio St. George 100.3 FM. We now welcome you back to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back. I'm super excited. I'm in a very, very good mood today, and so I hope you all can feel that because I'm just sharing the love, and I can feel quite a few people um, <clears throat> connecting to me. So I might check in and out, and, and I thank you all for understanding that that's just what I do. Um, so we're going to do the second half with a meditation and really go into choices of consciousness. Um, consciousness is choices. It's, it's, it's first to bring the understanding of your, well, I, I not understand. I keep saying that, but I mean, awareness of that there's more like literally the energetics that we 
can that we are capable of um, uh, um, manifesting. What's the word? What's that word I'm thinking? I don't know what word you want. It's like um, evolving or or expansion. That word. I got it. I knew I'd get it sooner or later. <laughs> so um, the expansion to expand your consciousness. This expansion. This the universe is just flowing in energy all of all of the time. And in our body itself, it has. We literally only use like one percent of what is is about the infinite possibilities that are available to us. So when you start paying attention to that, your consciousness starts to move into the matter or the pieces, the parts of your body that are um, are unused, and they call it light and dark because the dark matter isn't 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 negative or positive, but the dark matter it means it has no light yet and that the light can move into it. That's literally in science what your body is is uh, made of. And most of it is not is not um, occupied. So there's this this lack of light that you have the opportunity to expand your consciousness and move into that. And that is your intelligence. Light is intelligence. And so today we're going to we're going to guide the meditation with really moving the white light through your right part of your brain going down through your body and moving it up the left and just kind of see how that how that moves how that cycle moves um because the will the will of motion the will of of you know we manifest and we have this heart space that is so amazing our heart is like don't quote me on this because i might not be right but it's i think 10,000 times stronger electromagnetic field Correct me if I'm wrong because I'd love to know the answer to that. But I know that it is has this electrical magnetic pulse that it's is is I I believe ten thousand times stronger than the brain itself. So when you're when you're manifesting through emotion, through love, through through um through that heart space, and then you will it through your um intent, through your brain, imagine what you can do. And then now we're opening up to holy snap, there's more there's infinite possibilities and then you realize that that light that's coming in is really only moving into like a I think it was like a fifth of 1.5 of your of your light allowance or accepting in your body but when you expand that it moves into that lack of light and you you begin to then um heal and um it's we use there's 12 helixes in our body of the DNA. You can actually start repairing them just by this choice of practice. And it's and it can be like a small meditations. It can be breath work is really amazing. Um, just everyday routines from morning into in the afternoon and night. Well, it keep expanding. And once that has happened, it, it the flow will continue on is uh, or or um, energy is always in motion and and. And you can go forward and backwards, but the consciousness level, even as you're teeter tottering in your decisions and and what whatever that looks like to you, your consciousness still is there. So it's just kind of waiting for you to fill it up with light. So when you expand, it stays expanded. But the the thing that I found right then is when you expand it, and then you're not filling it with light, and you're not filling it with with your intelligence, then the like confusion has has sometimes set in have you felt that like it's, it's going to fill something right so mm-hmm. if it's not positive then it's going to fill something else yeah and that and i've noticed that with people is they is they start expanding and then they stop for a minute and they're like i need to take a break but something else is going to fill in there and it's kind of chaotic <laughs> for a minute so as you're expanding your consciousness 
really, really dive into those routines and buy crystals. Um, it just takes minutes in the morning, afternoon and night just to bring you into a remembered consciousness state that you're constantly moving. Even a little bit is movement. So we're going to go ahead and start with or we're going to go ahead and go into the meditation um, and then we're going to take callers. I'm just going to go ahead and give you that phone number 435 879-4100 and we will um, take questions about anything we've talked about today, consciousness, individual coaching, um, compassion work, anything that that you're feeling like that you are seeking today. So I'm going to invite you to <clears throat> sit back and relax. Close your eyes and really move into um, a state of abundance. And if you're driving, we invite you to pull over or do this later. Energy healing knows no time or distance. It will show up when you're ready. So I invite you to open your breath up. As you're breathing in, feel the openness. Feel this, this light or this energy just moving around you. It's very, very present. Open yourself up to the white light that's above you, that is you. This higher self, consciousness, God, creator, light, whatever that looks like to you. Breathe in that white light through your nose and out your mouth. And each breath that you're breathing in, you're moving it through the right side of your brain and out the left side of your brain. Invite harmony. The universe is created in vibration and frequency, sound and harmony, this symphony of joy, of cooperation. Allow yourself to embrace both all parts of you, this, this lack of light and this light, this yin and this yang. As you're bringing that into your awareness, this white light is moving through your body, top of your head, all the way down the core of your body, hitting each energy, energy center just chakras that govern different parts of your body. If you're holding a thought of illness in any parts of your body, breathe in illuminating purple, this beautiful electric purple light, and breathe it into that space of heaviness. And breathe out what doesn't serve you. As the white light is moving down into Mother Earth, really grounding you to the resonance of unconditional love and nurturing and a feeling of being home. Imagine the light moving up through the crystals, the dirt, the clay, the grass. Breathe that up your feet. 
your calves, your thighs, your torso, out around your head like a fountain, just like this beautiful liquid light, this fountain of delight, just moving around and around. Push it out to the front of you, the back of you, and to the left of you, to the right of you, above you, and below you. Feel, sense, or know this connection to everything above and everything below. Feel your energetic circle, this beautiful cycle that's moving around you with a brilliant purple. Lots of purple is coming through today. Allow different rays, the different facets of purple to move through your body. And each breath in, you're breathing that beautiful ray of light in. And then you're breathing it out through every cell of your body, moving out anything that doesn't serve you. And you'll continue with that breath and just feel that releasing process. And as the light moves around you, feel joy by, by remembering or bringing in a point of your life that brings you so much gratitude. It's all about the energetic feeling and emotion. Bring that love through every center of your body. Seven of them that move right through your body. And give gratitude for your guides, your angels, your 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 team, your spirit team, all that have shown up to hold you in this beautiful space that you are. Unconditional love, a spark of light, and you're created in greatness. So now imagine a tree trunk or sand or, or rocks and put your feet in them and really ground that energy into the earth. Move that beautiful auretic field or this it's called a torus I can just see it spinning around both of these beautiful people now bring that tree trunk up your legs and really ground yourself into this earth and um, lean into joy because that is what what life is about right so as you're moving back into your body and really be, focus on that gratitude and what what it is that you really desire that your the choices that that you get to make and and really reflect on the beautiful the beautiful things life brings us so as we move back to this time space and continue we are now going to remind you we are taking callers 435 879-4100 and um, you can always leave us um, a message on um, Facebook 
we have the comments that you can put below and I will respond later. You can reach me at energyhealingbydesign.com or follow us live with Nicole. Um, do you guys want to share your experiences? I take a little um, power nap. <laughs> Both of you, I believe, checked I out. I for sure I did too. <laughs> well, it's my son's 21st birthday today, so I'm so excited to get back to celebrating. And so I just... I liked the meditation, and then when I woke up right now, I was like, oh, I think I took a power nap. <laughs> but I did see some eyelashes and some eyes, which is pretty common when I get in that space to see that sometimes. And then um, I did see different colors of purple, and I'm not sure what else I saw. Checked out, huh? <laughs> a little yeah. bit. I didn't see anything, but I could feel the energy, like I could, like, could, and I could feel that pulse again uh, that I do. Um but yeah, I definitely left for a second. And then when you said the Taurus were going around, I thought that's like when I woke up and I was like, oh man, I was totally out of it. So I don't even know how long it was, but. I'm like, I think these two left me and I was in my space too. So I'm like, think of some words, Nicole. So again, I thank you callers and listeners. And, and um, it's amazing how um, you can go into to that that space and clear and really expand your consciousness. That is expansion. When stuff like when when that gap happens, that is when your body is allowing more and it's remembering more. And it only takes a second or thirty seconds a day. I I recommend more, but I mean, if you only have that, if you're like I'm too busy or that seems weird, well, be weird for a week and see how it feels. <laughs> you know what I mean? And real quick, Nicole, to your point of being too busy, that's like saying if you're running out of gas, you can't stop because you've got somewhere to go. Yeah. Right? But you have to have gas to be able to keep going. And if, if you're too busy, that, that, that can't be an excuse because your body has to recharge. And so so just think of that and be conscious of it. Our bodies are meant to, to be active and then and then rest and recharge. So you've got to take the time to do it. And they say, too, if you don't have time to do it, then you need double the time to do it because you really need it more than. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and about running out of gas, that's me because sometimes like I was helping my daughter build. I'm like, all right. I was with my son. I'm like, if we stop for gas, we're going to be late. Then we have to do an extra 15 minutes. It's hot out in the sun. <laughs> so I'm like, no gas. And I just set my phone in front of the gas thing because I was already like, I, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> and I just couldn't look at it. So I covered it like that. And I was like. All right. And we made it. So, and we made it back to the gas station. That's good. Sometimes you can run on E, but not forever. Like that episode on, on Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I knew one of you were thinking it. What is it? Kramer. I'm like, yeah. you so Kramered it. It's like, it's going to break off. And then it does. And Kramer's like, all right, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch that show. Oh, I'll have to see it. I used to, uh, I, I watched, I don't watch TV anymore, but that was one of the TV shows yeah, that great. I remember from before I crossed over. Like it was repetitive for me and I loved it. So maybe that was the only time I was able to watch yeah, TV it's a at night. But there's also some stuff I would love to recommend. Um, chanting. I never really was into that because I didn't get it because I thought since I didn't understand the words that I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't call me. But I have been doing the Nam Renge Kyo that um, um, Nico Hansen shared. But I did a, a little bit of the slower one. And it has literally opened up a consciousness level in even myself, a stream of it. It was like the other night I was, I, I was, um, I listened to it just through the night. And then I went out in the morning to Sungaze 
And I could see like, it was almost like rainbow spectrums above my head, uh, like in my vision. And I haven't had it that intense before. So um, it did that. It, it opened up some kind of conscious uh, flow and it was really, really beautiful. So I would recommend that. The meditations are, can be really simple or really long. Um, when, you, when you start getting these, these waves of light that move through you, as Cody was saying, he gets a, a vibrational like headband. And, that, and that's what it feels like. And it's because your energetic broadband is 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 widening like just like the 5g like these the 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 um cellular towers all this stuff you don't see that right you don't you don't see the waves going through but you know they're working because you're on your phone right well it's the same with this energetic pattern and that's coming down your design that's coming down and once this energetic um influx comes which is a frequency and a vibration and you're open to it you start experiencing profound shifts in your body. And that is what it's all about is that those shifts and each one it's to become aware. And what we've been practicing is in your awareness to make key points, right? Yeah. Cause how easy is it to forget where you've been? Oh yeah. Without living there. Cause they, I mean, we don't go back to the past, but if you don't like do mile markers and say, Hey man, I am, I'm getting more information. Yeah. It's easy to forget. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. So, um, journaling is really, really amazing. Um, April's really good at that. I'm working on it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why, but I am good at it. And I started doing blank pages again, which I used to do. And every morning I just wake up and I just write a page. That's it. And I told my daughter, Elena, I was like, yeah, I start doing blank pages again. And she's like, mom, that's what we call journaling. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) call it what you want. Yeah. Yeah, but it is good. I like chanting, too. There was one on YouTube I used to do all the time years ago, and I loved it. And it came with a warning, and I can't remember it. So I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to find that one. I love doing that. I did have a question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, just that I was – that's kind of what I was – I wasn't necessarily worried about it. I just heard that, that, you know, just to be aware of what you're listening to. And so um, when we had Nico Hansen on here doing the um, Namri Gay Kyo – it really it opened up like my heart space. So then I felt that it was truth, and so then I was able mm-hmm. to feel good doing that and do every do stuff that make that creates a good feeling. That's a choice, yeah. a good feeling. I agree. <laughs> I have to look up the words, but the girl that I used to uh, listen to, I'd even do it in the airport. I would just put on my earplugs and I'd do the chant. Like it really worked, but I haven't done it in a while. So. Thank you for bringing that up. So I did have a question. So I do recall when I was meditating or doing the meditation, um, like probably three times, I felt not like a bad urge, but I felt like a little bit nauseous. What do you have to say about that? Usually that is when you're holding um, toxic energy, um, yours or somebody else's. When you feel nauseous, um, it's usually somebody else's because your body doesn't have the design. Anything that we that we have processed through our brain and that we have either cre- we've created prior to even coming here, we, we have created experiences that we're going to go through. We have a design that that has like a toolbox so that we we're our spirit is like, oh, hey, we're this. This is what we chose. This is what we're doing. However, when you hold on to somebody else's stuff mm. or toxic thoughts, more thoughts than anything of, of your own, then that your body will start showing up in certain ways. Yours is somebody else's up under your, in your higher stomach, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not really going to throw up. It's just, yeah, it's just. But pain. I definitely feel, yeah, like, it's just like. Yeah, and, and that's just something that you get to release. So when you're bringing down that the white light or you're breathing it in and out through your heart, you, you breathe into that space of nauseousness and then you you let it go. And when sometimes it's yours, I'm like, well, thank you for showing up. You know, mine, mine has been in different areas of my body, but it, it the, some of the disharmonies, I was like, oh, I had to learn to eat better. So I'm like, okay, yay, I'm going to breathe into that. And you give gratitude and your body will, will start alleviating those little pains and stuff because your body knows it's always talking to you. We just, we just need to learn to listen to it. <laughs> so your soul's design is, 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 is perfect. It's pure. Your, your physical design is is catching up and it's real well, I guess our mind is catching up with our physical design knows but we our mind has been taught not to really listen and drink a lot of coffee and keep going right <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know anybody like that I'm just kidding <laughs> some days I, I'm, I'm doing better on the better on the coffee thing but again we are going to be having a retreat in in the mouth of Zion, um, right here in Utah at the Cliff Rose on August 24th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to have um, Jeffrey Olson there. We're going to have Lula Grace and myself, along with a team of a spirit team that is going to put together this, this fabulous experience. And it's called Experiencing the Light. So you can can kind of understand what a, a near-death experience looks like and also be able to energetically um they call it coding because energetic codes come through people that have experienced certain things and we're going to share that with you and so it's going to be a profound experience in a most majestic place ever like when I go up there it's just just so um, I want to live there (laughs) I probably would (laughs) if I could but but I have I have other stuff to do I guess so you can always reach me, Nicole Ashton, at energyhealingbydesign.com, and you can reach April at handshealinghearts.com. And I'm at thevibrantteam.com. And imagine what we can all do together in cooperation <clears throat> and um, this intuitive life coaching that um, this next piece that we're, we're putting together. We're so excited to bring it um bring it to you so that will be updated as the show goes and also on energyhealingbydesign.com there is a form on there that you can ask questions you can ask for a healing um you can um ask any of us questions and we'll and we'll make sure that we get it to to you and we'll answer them on air if if that fits so is there anything else either of you would love to share no no Thank you for listening and um, growing with us because that's what it's all about, to live, love, laugh, and grow, right? Until next week, have the most amazing day. You've been listening to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole Ashton creator of Energy Healing by Design, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life after death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow in their true authentic space. For audio and or video of this, go to Facebook or YouTube, Podbean or Spotify, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. We invite you back next Wednesday at 4 o'clock 
for Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.